entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Entrepreneur, today we're going to talk about how you can consistently generate massive gross front and back end profits for literally pennies on the dollars, just like the ultimate insiders do. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to, you know, I've, I've had this theme before where I've talked about how you can leverage, in this case, a uh, let's say an independently owned, meaning non-franchise, single location, but it doesn't have to be single location, but I, I like to emphasize single location so that you understand we're not talking about massively large companies or service providers. Once you understand psychology and marketing leverage, you can do pretty well. You really can. So I want you to think about this. Let's say there's a, a mini strip mall because we know malls are kind of, you know, going away of the wildebeest for any number of reasons. But let's say there's a, a popular mini strip mall in your town or normally when I say mini strip mall in a small town, it would be that main boulevard. You know how the town you see these uh, if you watch any of these type of shows where people say, you know, it's a quaint little town. And by and large, most of the main commerce is done on this main little strip, you know, in the town. But in a city, it would be more of a, a mini strip mall or two. So let's say in this particular mini strip mall, we're going to use some marketing triangulation, which means there's going to be three, at least three businesses, non-directly competing vendors, who are going to sort of work together and uh, leverage each other's uh, various assets and resources and customer and client base, etc. So let's suppose in this particular case, we're talking about a uh, mini strip mall. And one of the businesses in there is the popular women's uh, hair salon example I like to use. And a nail salon, you know, for, for women is also there, let's say, two, two suites down. And then, of course, there's your business, the retail uh, jeweler. And these are all independently owned. I don't even know if you can, if there are any franchise uh, nail places, but there may be. But anyway, the point is, I digress. These three local business owners, not directly competing, but they all, their customer base, no question, is doing business with all three. But the three businesses themselves, it may not have uh, dawned on any one of them that they should be cross-promoting and joint venturing with each other. That's the point I'm trying to get to. So follow this example. The retail jeweler had, say, two, three years ago, been wasting outrageous sums of money on local primetime radio, local primetime television, uh, Sunday outrageously expensive, uh, expensive Sunday newspaper ads, half page, full page, and outrageously expensive half, full page, and quarter page ads in the throwaway guides. Now, they've sort of taken a new direction and they've come to realize and appreciate that it's kind of wasteful. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, for the time that you're going to be listening to this podcast, local companies are on primetime radio, uh, primetime local TV, or maybe they might have even run 
a uh, outrageously expensive quarter or half a page or maybe even a full page ad in a local newspaper or throwaway guide and you didn't see it. You and literally hundreds, if it's a town, thousands or literally hundreds of thousands of people in a city and yet the vendor still out the money. And this happens all the time. So with that thought in mind, follow this. Normally, if that retail appliance center, let's say, sticks up one of these outrageous, what I like to call alligator advertisements, a local billboard, it's an alligator because it's green, because it just eats money. This thing could be just, you know, depending on the size of the uh, city that they live in or the town, outrageously expensive. So I always like to use the baseline number of 25000 and you simply adjust it. That's too much for your area or too little. You, you just simply adjust the number. But it's the concept, the template that I'm trying to get you to understand and appreciate here. Now, they've normally been spending, I'm talking about the retail jeweler now, spending this $25,000. I don't even like to call it investing, but spending $25,000 a month. And if you do the, the math, ladies and gentlemen, 25000 25K a month, over a 12-month period, that's a $300,000 investment. It's outrageously expensive. Now, you don't even want to imagine what, for all the business they do, the leads, quote-unquote, because remember, they're a lead first before they're a customer. But if they, if they add it up, or in this case, not add, but if they divide the total number of leads that, you know, translated hopefully into customers, over a year from the billboards, I'll guarantee you that's cost per leads is up in the thousands per lead. So imagine this now. They've been throwing away that kind of money. Let's say right now their average cost per lead is somewhere between five hundred and fifteen hundred dollars per lead, you know, just depending on whether it's local radio, local television, you know, primetime or uh, Sunday newspaper inserts or whatever. Do you think they would be happy to do get the same in a, a year from now generate the same number of customers, but do it for maybe fifteen percent of the cost or less that they had been spending? I think they'd be pretty happy, wouldn't you? So follow this now. What do you think would happen if uh, the retail? jewelry business owner or one of their some of their top female sales reps went over two suites down to where the uh, hair salon let's say there's two female managers one is the the main manager and the other one's the assistant so you have both of them one goes to the nail salon it's three suites down and the other one goes to the uh, hairdresser who's four suites down in the same mini strip mall. And here's what they do. They find out from the owner. Now, let's say they're already on a first name basis with the owner because they go to both the hair salon and the, the nail salon, you know, periodically. So they find out from the owner or owners what is the traditionally slowest day, depending on the season, you know, time of year. And let's say they find out it's Tuesdays and, I'm sorry, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, Thursdays and Wednesdays. Wednesdays and Thursdays. These are two traditional slowest days for both the hair and nail salon, you know, just to keep everything simple. Now imagine this. Your female uh, uh, sales reps go into these places as soon as they open. 
And of course, you got them strutting some really nice bling, like they got. Oh, they're rocking a pair of six hundred fifty dollar earrings, which cost you basically half, so three hundred dollars. And they got on a twenty five hundred dollar diamond studded necklace, which is uh, again cost you half. And you don't give them to the give them to them. You just let them sport them. So they're just showcasing. I mean, if they want to buy them, they can get them at cost. But you just have them put these on as props. But that's not even where we're going. You also make an arrangement with a company across town that sells incredibly popular, high-end women's perfume, and you have your two assistants pick out the two fragrance, the fragrance they like. In other words, it's two of these two women. They may like the same fragrance. They may like different fragrances, but the fragrances they pick out typically start at sixty. In, they go in sixty-four ounce bottles. And they start at $650 a bottle. Now, here's the point. They put on this perfume, and then they're given a sample of that same perfume at 32 ounces, which would normally go for $350. But the hard cost, again, is about, let's say, $150. But in reality, your store didn't pay anything for this. You bartered. You gave the owners of the, the fragrance or the managers of, of this uh, women's perfume cosmetics business. Uh, you gave them some bling and they gave you several bottles of the $650 one and several bottles of the 32-ounce bottle one. But here's the point. These ladies go into the hairdresser looking good, smelling good. And they want the they let the owners of, of the hair salon, nail salon, and the stylist sample both of these perfumes simply by dabbing it and, you know it's like, oh I like that one and you know they find out what the prices is which probably 95 percent of them the price is going to be out of their price range but here's the point the ladies let them dab themselves now what do you think happens when their customers come through the door and sit in the chair bingo they go to want to know where those ladies got the fragrance and they're going to point over there and say you see that lady over there she works for such and such as jeweler she she let us sample this and every customer I'm sorry the first 25 customers who spend over X you get a coupon from her that as long as you drag a friend with you to their uh, uh, jewelry store and as long as between the two of you spend over X you both get a free 32 ounce sample of any fragrance of your choice that they have in stock meaning the retail jeweler. Now here's my point. How much more effective, now there's no guarantees, we test this, but how much more effective do you think that is than that $25,000 monstrosity local billboard ad you had either running on buses, side of buses, or top of cabs, or you know just big giant uh, uh, billboard three blocks from here. Bingo. Now, let's try something else. The retail jeweler sends these same two ladies in, the same snack cereal. They got on their bling. They dabbed themselves a perfume. This time, they haven't done anything in terms of perfume with the ladies. They come in and they let the owner and the stylist know. You're each one, let's say there's five stylists plus the owner in, in, in both the nail 
in the hair salon to keep everything simple. So you got the, the owner. Now let's say it's a single owner to keep everything simple. And then that owner has, in this case, let's say the, the, a, a woman, she has five stylists, meaning five women that either do nails or five women who do uh, hair. So it's six, a total of 12 between the two stores. They let these women know your first five customers each, meaning the owner and the stylist, don't tell the customer until it's over. They only have to pay half because you, the retail jeweler, are going to pick up the other half and you're going to also hand them an extremely time-sensitive gift certificate uh, that side A tells them to enter a free drawing for a chance to win a $2,500 diamond-studded necklace. Side B, which the person sitting right there, you know, Silver, will simply hand date. There's a date to put in there, and it says, Come to the store alone between, you know, the next 72 hours or, you know, whatever it is. But it's got to be time sensitive. You know, this, you don't let this go on forever. The point is, you let them have the option. If they come alone, they save 10%, say up to $200, something small. However, simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18, they can save up to 40% off their next purchase up to $1,500. Much sexier. So in other words, you're trying to ethically bribe them to bring somebody with them. This is what we like to call the McDonald's technique. You say, what's the McDonald's technique, Mark? And by the way, McDonald's isn't the only one that uses this now, but they're one of the first fast food restaurants that pioneered this. You walk into McDonald's and you say, I like a strawberry shake and a quarter pound of cheese. And the trained cashiers all over the world come back with, would you like fries with that? That simple little six word phrase puts tens of billions of dollars extra profit in McDonald's pocket all over the world every day simply by training their cashiers asset and then McDonald's got it going on their marketing geniuses got together and figured out how can we leverage this so they come up with another question right after they ask you would you like fries with that and the 10 to 40 percent of their daily customers who take them up on that the automatic McDonald's I'm talking about automatically comes back and says, supersize you. Now they've got you another 10 to 20% of the 10 or 20% or 40% to spend the highest amount on French fries. And McDonald's didn't have to go on the radio again. They didn't have to go on television. They didn't have to advertise in the Sunday newspaper. But they put additional money in their pocket. So you need to figure out what you can offer as fries with that, meaning what's your upsell, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're online, there are softwares. Now, I don't know of all the softwares, but I definitely know because I have Optimized Press 3. You can add an upsell and a downsell. Now, if you don't know how to do it, you can pay somebody like one of my coaches, James McAllister of jamesmcallisteronline.com or Jupiter Jim Landers of Jupiter Jim Landers. Uh, com. You can look up Jupiter Jim. He's an expert in WordPress and internet marketing. He can do it for you. Now, here's the point that I'm, I'm trying to get to with all of this so you can keep everything in context. Let's suppose the average woman that comes in there to the salon and in the nail salon. We're just going to keep this simple. I don't know what the price is for nails or hair, but the point is, let's say the average is $40. 
Now you mean to tell me if they were expecting to spend $40 and now they only have to spend half, 20 because in reality you're picking up. And when I say you're in this particular case, I was referring to the retail jewelry store, but it could be whoever you are, whatever your business or service is. Now you're paying $20 for a semi-qualified lead versus thousands before with that local billboard or the primetime ad. You see where I'm going here? Those customers could come into your store and only spend a hundred dollars. And I don't, ladies and gentlemen, when I say a hundred, I don't mean that as if that's uh, not a, a significant amount of money. I'm saying if they only spent a hundred dollars, but it only cost you twenty dollars to get them in the store as a lead, and let's say out of every hundred that came from this hair salon and the nail salon, fifty percent of them became long-term repeat customers. Look how much further ahead you would be or your major competitors simply by understanding lifetime customer value uh, metrics and lead non-traditional lead generation method now here's the other thing to take this you know just I'm, I'm just trying to show you there's so many scenarios that if you're sitting here saying you know I don't want to do shame on you this, ladies and gentlemen, here's one of my favorite analogies, and this is where, in my opinion, most small business owners and service providers are. I want you to pretend for a moment you're part of the cleanup crew that cleans up the stadium right after the Super Bowl. Now, normally it's going to be about 80,000 screaming fans, half are for one team and half are for the other team, at least, right? And they're buying hot dogs and hammers and throwing stuff all over the ground, and now the crowd is gone and the stadium is empty. Now imagine from the bathrooms, the concession stands, all that stuff I just described everywhere. And here you are sitting on your phone scrolling and the supervisor comes by and says, what are you doing? You say, oh, there's nothing to do. Now how ridiculous is that? But that's exactly where you are as an entrepreneur when it comes to marketing and promoting. You're sitting here saying, oh, I don't know what to do. There's nothing to do. That's nonsense. You're just not willing to do it. What you need to do is just be honest. Maybe entrepreneurship just simply isn't for you. Go get a job. I'm serious because you're sitting here trying to pretend it's a lack of not knowing what to do or there's not that much opportunity and that is nonsense. There's a ton of things you could and should be doing if you're willing. But I digress. But anyway, there are so many ways for you to generate leads and a buzz. Now, again, think about this in the context. They go into these shops. I'm talking about the, you know, your, your two female uh, uh, sales reps. One goes into the nail salon. One goes into the hairdresser. And if they did nothing else but offered the first X on this particular day, every female that comes into the store, say Thursdays, or the, again, no, I'm sorry, we said Wednesdays and Thursdays, those two days, everybody that comes, because remember, these were initially, quote unquote, the slowest days. So to build that volume up, you come into the shop on those days and half of whatever you, you spend, as long as you spend at least $20, the retail jeweler, in essence, is picking up the other half, but it's half price. Now, I'm telling you, the word is going to spread amongst the clientele like wildfire. Here's the other thing you could do. Again, I mentioned the idea of saying on Wednesdays and Thursdays, 
your sales reps goes into both of these establishments and you know they got their bling on but they have a sample two sample fragrances and this is sample day this is where the ladies get to sample whatever the newest perfume is coming out of that uh, cosmetics place they'll have you know a six hundred fifty dollar bottle sample in a thirty two ounce bottle and the lower bottle thirty two ounce sample of another fragrance and they just let the ladies dab it meaning the, the, the stylists who I mean the stylists who work in these shops and the owners and this will become a thing on Thursday Wednesdays and Thursdays they show up and they'll have you know these fragrances and the ladies will dab them and that way their clientele will get uh, exposed to them and now here's what you do you hand each lady 50 um, say in the retail appliance center through you know their female associates they hand each one of these ladies from the owner to the stylist 50 or X of your best two-sided uh, index cards or gift certificates and they say listen as soon as you send us 15 customers each depending on which fragrance you chose out you chose you know that you like the 32 ounce bottle we'll give it to you free now do you think these ladies will proactively start hustling you better believe it wouldn't you and then they'll have the bragging rights of saying hey I got this free fragrance free and you think some of the ladies sitting in the chair want to know how they could do it because they work somewhere where there's women more than likely or if they own their own business probably have female associates employees or secretary or secretaries this is how you multiply a business or a service ladies and gentlemen and then there are vendors coming in or maybe the vendor is a man but he smells of fragrances like the one. Where could I get this for my my you know my my wife, my uh, living significant other, or his longtime girlfriend, or his daughter, or his aunt, or his in-law, or his mom if she's still with him? Do you not see the possibilities here, ladies and gentlemen? I could go on, but I suspect if I do, it's going to be a waste of time. If your mindset to this point is that won't work for me. So let me just say that if that's your mindset, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the one or two percent. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, let's do a little housekeeping now. First of all, if you got value out of this, and I sincerely hope you did, go back and listen to this once or twice, and I guarantee you, I'm talking to the one or two percent, two percenters only now. Your mind will erupt with unseen marketing possibilities that you just hadn't considered. And they, they might 5x what you're hearing here. And I hope that they do, provided you implement. But if you got value out of this and you're thinking, wow, Mark, you know, I, I'd like to hire you as my own personal marketing consultant. That's great to hear because that's why I'm here, ultimately. Ladies and gentlemen, our rates are just $250 an hour. You can do one and done, or we can put you on a, a monthly maintenance plan. So I would suggest a 90-day plan as a bare-bones minimum. And we can go from there. But you're under absolutely no obligation whatsoever to go long term is what I'm saying. If that's the case, though, you can go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com forward slash contact. You can go to the contact page of the blog. In the subject line, put paid help, put your name, 
your ad, uh, address, your name, your area code and phone number, and your time zone. I'm located on the East Coast in the United States in what's called New York or Eastern Standard Time, EST. If you're the farthest from me in California, we're three hours difference. Preferably, we can put together a time, Monday through Friday, where you and I can jump on the phone for 15 minutes just to see if we're fit. And again, this is not a 15-minute sales call. Come to the table with a specific issue and let's get after it. And you can decide after that whether or not we're compatible. We may not be. But ladies and gentlemen, if we're not, we might still be able to revenue share. How so, Mark? Ladies and gentlemen, now the other thing, if you're located outside the states and you like what you're hearing, and you're thinking, hey, Mark, I'd like to hire you. Or our organization would like to hire you as uh, our resident marketing, one of our resident marketing experts, primarily, especially offline. But if you're located outside the states, we are going to need to get on Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot U-S, and there could be an incredible time difference, 11 hours, 5 hours, 18 hours. It just depends on where you are located in the world, but we'll figure out a time. But if need be, if we have to, we can do it on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, uh, early afternoon to early evening, say by the latest 8 o'clock, something like that. Hopefully that wouldn't be like 4.30 in the morning for you or 3.30 in the morning. But anyway, I digress. And that link I just gave you, Z-O-O-M.us, Zoom.us. That's not an affiliate link, just so you know if you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here's the other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know of any entrepreneurs who have a podcast or if you yourself have a podcast and you're proactively looking for guests provided your yeah, you know, your subject matter and your target audience revolves around business, entrepreneurship, lead generation, that kind of thing, email marketing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't care how big or how small your audience is. If you're proactively looking for guests, I'd love to be a guest. In that case, just go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com forward slash contact and put it in there guest podcasting opportunity so I'll know you know what the nature of the email is send me your details and we go from there now here's the other thing ladies and gentlemen if you know of any independently owned meaning non-franchise retail appliance dealers retail furniture concerns retail uh, jewelry stores I normally work off of, you know, what I call a performance uh, basis meaning they pay me 25 percent of every dollar I bring them that they clearly didn't have before our relationship existed. You put us together, nothing more, as the broker, the go-between. And you can get half of my 25% or whatever I actually work out with them in terms of paid compensation for life, meaning as long as that relationship is in place, you will be compensated. Now, here's the other thing, and this is really, really important. I alluded to this a moment ago, and this is important. Even for you, you should be... Uh, qualifying your audience. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. Pick out any three separate categories that you wish. And I need you to read at least three blog posts of mine in that category. Uh, let me say this. I've, I've never mentioned this before. This just occurred to me. When I say go to my blog, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about three of the blog posts I've written. I'd say 95% of the content on the blog has been written by me over the years. I'm not talking about a guest post. I'm, something that I have written originally on the blog. 
Uh, I probably should have been saying that all along, but I apologize. But anyway, I'm talking about my blog posts I've written, not my guest blog posts. Read at least three. If there's a video in there, watch the video at least twice, uh, especially if it's one of my videos. Uh, and I don't mean that from an egotistical, arrogant kind of standpoint. I'm saying because there's, it's going to be really marketing-based, non-traditional lead generation ideas and strategies and that kind of stuff. And if there's an audio clip like this, as you scroll down near the end of the article, you'll, the blog post, you'll see it. You can't miss it if it's in there. Uh, listen to it at least once or twice. And here's why I'm having you do that. Entrepreneur, at the end of that simple exercise, and you don't have to do this all in one day, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's the other thing. But get it done. Within a week, you should be able to get it done. Uh, you know, just cut back a little bit on the Facebook time and, you know, and the Instagram time, and, and you, you'll find the time. But anyway, after you do that, you will know emphatically whether or not you and I are a match. And if we're not, it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, there's millions of men and women coming online literally every day. So it's not a problem. But I appreciate you looking out. But I want you to get the best out of this and maximize your time. If it turns out I can't help you, that's, that's okay. Because I guarantee you there's somebody out there who can. It just may not be me. We just may not be a fit. And that's okay. Because there's millions of people looking for this kind of information. And if you're not one of them, that's fine. So on that note, Entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly with another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Man. And remember, Entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.